With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three billionaire playboys. One, but also sometimes two lowly entrepreneurs. One chance to hit the big bucks. If you've seen Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, this is the same as those, but not similar enough to constitute any sort of legal action. This is Rat's Nest. Welcome to Rat's Nest. It's the only podcast hosted by three multi-billionaire playboys. It's a show where lowly entrepreneurs pitch their business and product ideas in exchange for our big money and cash dollar bills. I am Sherman Michael Shunk, and these are my biggest dollar bad boys. I'm talking about Jeremiah St. Baby. It's Jeremiah saying, baby, I'm back to a billion. Oh, my Lord. And here to celebrate with us is Hank Ass, as usual. Jeremiah, talk to us, baby. Welcome back. (gasps) It feels good to be in the three comma club, baby. I did it. Um, I got a billion back, um, over a billion, and I don't want to talk about how I did it. Gotta be crap. But (laughs) I will field any questions my friends have for me. First question, uh... Will you tell us what how you did it? I forced my ex-wife, Chicory St. Baby, oh, uh, yes. okay. to get cool. back with me. The miracle of combined assets. Yes. Yeah. Ah, there's a catch. You don't have to ask me about it. I have a question. Yes. What's the catch? Uh, you know, I'm not on the board anymore. Um, you know, I kind of lost all my positions. Kind of lost control of um, uh, St. Baby Enterprises. Um, Oh, Jeremiah. all my lab guys stop returning my calls. Um, oh no, and that's the worst of the, all the things you've said. You, you were friends with those guys. They yeah, weren't they were, just they weren't just lab guys. They were yeah. lab, yeah. you know, lab confidants. Lab you guys friends. know, you know how it is when you have your lab, your lab guys. You know, you don't know their names. You go down and it's like, hey, this guy's in the lab. Can you make something big? Can you make something small? Yeah, and you make don't, something you, for me. Yeah. You know, I can whip them on the back. I can ask for piggybacks. They can tow me around. Yes, lab exactly. You come down. Whatever I want. You know, go rob a bank for me. They're sort of just in my pocket. Yeah. Yes. Or I it, can talk to them, cry to them. Crying, yes. So you can understand that that's, that hurts. But um, that's tough. Yeah. But I'm up to a billion, so, you know, look, it yeah, comes at a cost. That's what counts, you know, that's what counts. Let me tell you, Jeremiah, my concern, and maybe this is not your concern, you can tell me that I'm overthinking this. So you, when you first uh, separated from Chicory, I would say that you were not a good husband for a long time. Yeah, I would yeah. say that too, as, your, as you, a friend. As yeah, a friend, yeah. I'd say that when you, you know, you sort of took out her dad. You, t- you took yeah. out her mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but took no, out exactly. a lot of her. Anyone who sort oh, of looked at you cockeyed 
at that time during like family functions. You just take, you take them, them out. out. When yeah. you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. Of course, I was taking people out. You know, I was. You know, I went through the. I went for the throne. I went for Chicory. She was um, nay bobsled. That was the family name. I went for. <laughs> yeah. Or when bobsled. Heir to the yeah. bobsled. <laughs> <laughs> bob, bob, right. They invented the sport of bobsledding and <laughs> have somehow been getting paid for that ever since. <laughs> you know the bobsled. Uh, you know. Empire was big, and I needed to take that guy out. Is it possible that this is sort of a a move by Chicory mm-hmm. to get you when you're low, get control of your assets, and then re-divorce you, but now she has all of your stuff as sort of revenge for the, and I can't say this enough, many, many family members of hers that you took out. It's an extensive list, and I'm and I'm thinking this might be the you know I had the same thought. I I'm a little concerned. Do you know how it is? You're a billionaire. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not no, questioning I'm, that. You right. you you are easily the most Shakespearean of all the villains I know. Everyone, <laughs> everyone that says that about you, everyone. Yes, that's it's, how yes. you. That's how you're known in the community. You know, you know how I got that reputation. Yeah. I cut off a pound of my flesh and I gave it. To somebody. I think I gave you each a pound of flesh for your birthday. Yes, you did. You did. And we didn't want it. And you insisted. And we had to visit you in the hospital for months afterwards while you regenerated flesh. I, I think you also got that reputation because you tend to, and you know this, I'm not talking out of turn, mm. monologue in the shadows. Oh, of course. Mm. Many's a time I've come upon you in the shadows, sort of steepling your fingers and speaking to yourself in uh, sort of a poetic cadence. Well, you know, I love to soliloquy. That time is very precious to me. And if there's one thing we know about Shakespearean villains is when they're finally laid low at the end of the play, they're fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've also got, and I don't, want, I don't want to spoil this too much, but you've got Highlander powers. You could come back. See, that's the, yeah. And I mean, it's funny that we're even giving you this much crap right now, but it's still, you know, you have emotional attachments to people in the in the bodies that they're in at when you know them, you know. So it's just gonna be a bummer. It's just gonna be a real bummer, you know. Yeah, unless she you. takes your, unless she takes your head, you know. If you die by any other means, if I die, yeah. low, maybe you go into hibernation for mm. a bit, but you'll be back, baby. You're the oldest one of us, exactly. That, and there can only true, be one, yeah. right? What's the yeah. lore? There can only be there one. Well, you know, I just got to say real quick check-in. Um, spent this week hanging out with E.T. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes! All right. I didn't realize he was uh, still in town. Billionaire's Halloween continues. We're in week two <laughs> yeah. of Billionaire's Halloween. Yes. Uh, me and <laughs> E.T. have been committing some B.N.E.s on behalf of B.E.T.T. <laughs> that joke again. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, he's doing well. He's gotta go. He's gotta go. He's bugging me. He's eating everything in my fridge. He's yeah. Oh, he doesn't want to go home. This guy. Usually, he's good at that though. Now it's more like Holmes always trying to phone ET, and ET's like, uh, ET send home straight to voicemail. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's he's got a, he's got a family back there. He's sort of he's got some responsibilities that he's shirking now that he shirking, can just zip yeah. back and forth to earth so so quickly and right, he yeah. talks a lot about you know what it used to be like oh in the 80s you know yeah you could say this to women you could say that to women <laughs> earth women ET misses how he used to be able to talk to earth women and you know he gets himself in hot water a lot so E.T. will say, yeah. you know, he'll be like, hey, Toots, looking good, nice legs. And I'll be like, E.T., you can't do that. And he'll say, you cancel E.T. They've, they've got all this high-tech stuff, but 
you've seen, he's just stopped answering our group texts because he's got ET have Android phone does not receive <laughs> SMS message. Yeah. We're always trying to group chat with ET and he's got an Android. We've got iPhones and he's not, he says he's not getting half of our, we're sending gifts to each other, having a laugh over here. ET's yeah. not getting half of these things because he's using an Android. ET use Android. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, ET's a headache. <laughs> Woke up with him in my bed last night again. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. okay. I mean, here's the thing about E.T. On the planet where he's from, he's like a uh, sub-average guy. Oh, yeah. Do okay. you guys remember when he showed us that picture? That one time we, we saw people from his world, and it became very yeah. obvious very well, Yeah, we thought they that all looked he, like E.T. Yeah. But, but they're also, fucking gorgeous. They're beautiful. Yeah. Yes. And also clothed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was yeah. shocking, and he really, he really kind of threw that under the rug. Yeah, it's funny. It's all we clothes. just kind of assume whenever we meet an alien that isn't wearing clothes, we just go, "Okay, well, this is it's an alien." You know, they're not from our world, but when you find out that you know they have some of the same customs as us here, it's eh. yeah, well, yeah. When we you said that ET, you said, "Okay, well." E.T., what, you know, explain this. You showed him a picture of, like, a family photo where it's, like, everyone's clothed and he's mm-hmm. naked. And then, <laughs> and then he said, oh, no, E.T. from different... Uh, religious denomination. Yeah. Right. Religion. Yeah. It, it religious yeah. thing. Yeah. And then you said, and you said, what's the religion? And then he was like, uh... He, d- he did that. He literally <laughs> went, uh... And then he looked around the room. We saw his big, dumb eyes roving around the room. And then we saw him piece together, so- like, words that he was seeing in the room. He was like, my religion? Um... We were standing... Remember, we were young yes. in Dundas Square. He yep. went, Dundas... <laughs> And then he looked over, he saw McDonald's M, and he went, M. And then, you know, he looked down and saw some garbage, and he said, garbage. And he said, we said, Dundas M. Garbage is the name of your religion? And he went, yep, E.T. E.T. pretty sure. Yeah, and we just had to take it, because... You know what if we're wrong? What? What? You know? We only took it. We called them out, and he doubled and he tripled, doubled, he down. tripled down. That's the thing. And, and yes, we like, did okay, have well, to hey, take it. We don't want to. You know, we respect whatever. Okay. That yeah. guy's so Hey, look, shit. I don't come to your planet and say Christianity dumb. You know, he yeah. said something. I can't remember how yeah. he said it. Yeah, yeah, how he actually said it was, "Et, don't come to your planet and slap dick out of your mouth." That's what he said. Yes, that's right. Didn't apply. Didn't apply. Which didn't apply. Rude. But I know but he how said he it meant in front it. of a friggin' school group. Yes. he's a nasty little freak. <laughs> he more I that. see him, yeah. the more I fucking hate him. You know yeah, I, I'm feeling the same way. The number of times I hear behind me in my room when I'm trying to work in my office, I hear, "Uh oh." In like a high pitched voice, and then I turn around. He's wearing a fucking wig, a fucking dress. He's got it stuffed, so he's got breasts and oh a little God. butt. Okay. And he's always caressing himself, sort of pushing his breasts together, fake breasts, and going saying things like, "Do you like?" He <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta work. I have got to work. But you know what, though, to my to his credit, sometimes I like. Sometimes I do like. He is still kind of funny. And but there's a time and a place. Funny. I think it's a, it's there's a, time, a time and a place. place. Well, speaking of Billionaire's Halloween, um, I did it. I pulled the prank on my son. Just to quickly recap, my father, who uh, had surgery to become half man, half car, we decided to knock two birds with one stone out at the same time. By uh, <laughs> uh, My son's birthday was this week, his sweet 16, so we decided we'd give uh, him his first car, which was... Uh, his his half half grandpa half car, uh, and also at the same time that gives him uh, a great opportunity to spend some time with the old the old chap himself. 
uh, I, I set up a nice, scary, uh, frightful little trick for him for Billionaire's Halloween. We put Grandpa in the garage, lured my son in, and it was all dark and gloomy, and I slapped my dad's ass. He revved up, and he scared the shit out of my son, and it was great. We had a laugh. Uh, he wasn't too thrilled about it. He was quite scared. Uh, he was about to go out and have a nice date, actually. He was going to take a girl out for Billionaire Halloween night. And he did. And, um, you know, from what I have heard, from what he's told me, it seems to have gone really quite well. Um, Whoa. Yeah, I'm going to be a grandpa. What? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. They made, love, they made love in the grandpa? In the car? grandpa. In my father, yeah. Oh, no. How yeah. did... How did the old timer take? I mean, he kept his. We don't know. He's kind of back in the in the hospital right now. Um, okay. Some heavy emotional trauma. Uh, they went over a couple bumps on the way home as well. So. Uh, oh. He just That's my son lot. just drove him straight to the hospital and left him there. And uh, yeah, I'm not too thrilled about it. I think it's a little disrespectful to do such a thing, uh, you know, in and around your own grandfather. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty excited to be a granddad myself, so that's going to be pretty fun. The old timer. He's, he, is he still on your board? Because I could use a board seat, by the way, Sherman. Just FYI, look, if the guy doesn't want his board seat, I could use a. Um, I, could... I mean, I'll have to talk. I mean, I'll listen. I'll save you the spot for when he finally clunks out. I guess I don't know. Okay, so now you're just. Are you saying to me? Let's be sure. clear. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. I think I'm it's called saying, motive. I'm is not what you're. To, I, I don't want you to off my father. Okay, he's gonna off himself. Soon enough, I'm sure he's in a lot of pain. Let him do it himself, please, from a friend, one friend to another. Sherman, Sherman, you don't have to say that, but just, you know, I want that motherfucking board seat, and I want okay. it now. If there's anyone that I ha- that I sh- really should have to say, don't kill my father to, it's you in this moment. And I'm okay. asking you gently and nicely, I'm saying, please do not. Just let him go on his own way. You don't want a hostile takeover there, Sherm. You tell that old man to give up his fucking seat on your board. I need a right. board, man. I'm All right, going I'll pass, crazy. I'll pass the threats along to my father, Jeremiah. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our Entrepreneur of the Week. I'd like to welcome to the Rat's Nest, Derek Hobsbawm. Derek. Hello. Hello, uh, rats. Um, let me just get this out of the way. I'm, uh, you know, pretty nervous, um, but... Uh, I went to uh, an area uh, called South Frontenac um, with my friends uh, maybe two summers ago. And, um, you know, like you do at, uh, at a cottage sometimes, I had a little bit of uh, mushroom tea. Only I didn't enjoy myself. I got really, like my, my stomach got really sick. It was really, I was in a lot of pain. And, um, you know, my friends, my, my wife, uh, everyone I know was, was having fun and they were totally fine. So I just kind of went for a walk and it got worse. And I ended up laying down uh, in, in, in a gazebo. Uh, it was kind of like a shared area. You know, nice. I, I laid there for a bit, uh, wasn't feeling great. And, you know, it's mushroom time. So we're talking anywhere from 15 minutes to three hours, right? I, I was in a zone and uh, I saw termites. I saw oh a lot okay. of termites. Mm. And I know you're thinking they're probably tearing the gazebo apart, you know, and maybe they, they might bite me or something, but it was different. They were, oh, I mean, I guess that could have happened, but I, I was connected with them. I saw their structures. I saw how complicated they were 
and you know their their role division in society and i'm there pardon me on shrooms uh shroom tea kind of tripping out and i just start thinking these are workers these termites they they work and they do it for free <laughs> then i really started going and i started researching termites and it turns out there's a south american termite that can build a mound basically as big as a basketball court 30 meters wow. okay wow. a single termite a colony i'm so sorry a colony Okay. Apology accepted. I called a friend and, you know, I got a small amount of uh, termites, four colonies actually. And I started my first project. I made a Muskoka chair uh, with many wow. different colors. Okay. It took me eight months. Uh, but I figured out how to wield these termites. I'm currently building a boardwalk. Okay. I'm wow. building a All back right. nine of a golf course in Ajax. In Ajax. Okay. It's working. It's working well. And, and that's my pitch to you. Uh, to you rats, you know, the biggest cost of any, and you know, the biggest cost is always wages. What if you could just erase that cost completely? Mm. All you really need is some special sand from South America. And I mean, a lot of space, you need a lot of space, but- And a lot of termites, I guess. Not too many, really. No. Like, I mean, like a lot of different colonies and a place to house them. And let me just give you a quick, quick, like, you know, idea of what could be. Uh, golf courses. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boardwalks, uh, lawn structures, kids' playgrounds. You know, generally the structures take three to six months, but if you have many termite colonies working all at once, right, you know, gonna, you got it. It's going to work a lot faster. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No compensation needed, no workers' compensation ever because they're termites. Mr. Hobbsbomb? 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 Yep, Hobbsbomb. Are you. I guess I'm understanding that you somehow commune with these these disgusting pests and you control them somehow through a process I don't understand exactly. Um, I think you described a mushroom trip. The, the termites are building these structures. The termites are building these structures and really it's not too much trickery. I'm, <laughs> I'm not communicating with them. I just have to, you know, move them to the location and outline the structure with, uh, with sand. And you know, once you get one, it's rinse and repeat. <laughs> Trust me, with the boardwalk, it's going fast. Let's say I want. Uh, let's say I want a lawn chair. I want a different type of chair, maybe an office chair made out of uh, this termite business. You got to sculpt that out of sand first. You know, we could bring in some designers. I, I, I just, I'm sure. working with this kind of much straight mound style uh, build so far. But, but sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh, I see. But when you said they were building structures like a cultural center, no, a play structure or whatever, they're all just mounds? A cultural center. Yeah. <laughs> Did he say that? Did you say airport? Cause, I don't know oh, that no. he said airport. <laughs> they're so much bigger than everything I'm he sorry. said. A three terminal? Okay, gotcha. I did say international shipment. Uh, because, you know, the good sand's from South America, and I would preferably have that sand. The termites like to work with that. You know, logistically, you know, sure. I'm a guy that wants to build, say, um, you know, a pharmacy. What do you do? No, that's that's a great question. I'm glad I came to you. Um, you know, would we would need a little bit of ingenuity when it comes to structures such as a pharmacy. But... Uh, <laughs> 
it's also, you know, important to remember when when we're measuring costs here, uh, you know, these are hollowed out structures for the most part. So, <laughs> you know, that's not a that's not a that's not a full, you know, shoppers uh, drug mart filled with sand. It's the height and yeah, I can't picture this at all. So let's let's say sure. it's, uh, it's something nice and small. Let's say I want to make like a. Uh... Uh, a little box. But I could build a box. I'm saying I don't need to hire termites to build a box. Okay. Oh, that's fair. Okay, but. Let's just say anything. <laughs> How does this work? So you need the wood. Uh, you right? don't need the wood. Because the termites are. You don't need wood? <laughs> Wait, Wait a, a second. That, okay. You... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the part I don't get. So are they building it? Are they like eating the sand and like spitting it out or something that's right did, they're eating and secreting wow. and okay. the structure is solid because of their the termite ingenuity almost like a so, natural concrete that's right this is, it's okay. stronger than concrete the only thing i know about termites is that they eat wood of course yes they, could, they chew uh, through wood so you're saying that another feature of termites mm-hmm. and i don't know if this is true or not, <laughs> is that they eat sand and then what they secrete is like Sub, is a substantial building substance akin to concrete. You've said that. That's right. And it falls out of them in such a way as to create the facade of a stru- of a hollow structure. So you're 100%. kind of just like slowly, like so slowly, organic 3D printing uh-huh. structures okay. from the asses and mouths <laughs> of termites who are consuming, we got to assume, so much sand, sand to make this happen. I'm hearing sustainable here. That's mm. what I'm hearing. Yeah. As long as we got a steady sand supply, we got a steady building supply. Still been taking those mushrooms or what? Yeah, that's a great question. That is a great question. I, uh, you know, I, I haven't messed around with that for a little while because uh, it was it was a bit of a rough experience. I, I mean, I, of course, I had this epiphany, but uh, I, I do have a tender stomach. So we're interviewing you over Zoom. So I'm looking into your apartment. Your furniture is, it looks really poorly made. Okay. I want to say that what appears to be an armoire kind of just looks like a mound okay. with some clothes <laughs> sort of stuck in it. Yeah. And then what appears to be a table behind you. I got to say that just looks like a mound. Yeah, yeah. it's very mound-like. And then with three mounds around it that I assume are chairs. Yes, I was going to say, you look like you're in an adobe nightmare. Did the termites make this furniture? The only answer is yes, Hank. Uh, yeah, they- okay. <clears throat> yeah, that's, so that's what I thought the answer was. So, Can I say one say thing, though, term- They made it for free. <laughs> yeah, it's very cost efficient. Hey, we'll minus the right, minus the import of special sand. Uh, now here's my follow up question: the boardwalk and the the boardwalk they made and the whatever else children's playground. Would you say that they resemble boardwalks and children's <laughs> playgrounds that we're used to seeing, or do they look more like, for lack of a better word, a series of mounds? You know, the playground's a little bit of a work in progress. Uh, it's a mound. But- <laughs> it's, it's, it's many different mounds and you know so several mounds crisscrossing yeah. angles and, and different colors you know the kids seemed to enjoy it uh, once once we got all the termites onto a new project and they, the termites weren't there with the kids it it's pretty popular when you say the kids enjoyed it like give me an example of like how the kids expressed joy mm-hmm. in your opinion well i heard a few kids say what's that and <laughs> yeah, so. I didn't hear what their parents said, but I, I have when I've walked by, I have seen I have seen families playing on it. Right. Yeah. And were yeah. they when they said, what's that? Were they smiling? 
Or did they look merely confused? Or was it possible that they looked, you know, mildly unhappy, upset, possibly disappointed? I'm not the best with faces. I would say eyes of excitement. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. That's fine. The, the, board, the boardwalk also does resemble mounds, but it, it does resemble a boardwalk because it's less, a little less rectangle, but you can walk on them and... You walk, you know, they look like uh, boards on a boardwalk. Okay, so in his defense, there's a lot of consistency with the product. Would you find it rude if I was to say to you that, to <laughs> me, that lacks some pretty fundamental qualities of what I would say make up a boardwalk? Okay, I've just Googled a picture of these termite mounds you've been talking about. Um, yeah. I gotta say, they look very, like, uh, stalactite-like. Yeah. Um, you know, they're more like more like sand pillars of sorts. Some of them are as long as a basketball court, 30 meters. You mentioned earlier that uh, you did evacuate the termites from a playground so that people could, quote unquote, play at the playground. How did you go about doing that? And did you get rid of all the termites? What I did there, I actually transitioned, you know, from the playground um, to another structure that was in the in the back of my friend's truck. And, it, you know, you, you got to keep them working and, and keep them working. They like to work. Yeah. Derek. Do you have control of these termites? Or are they just doing what they want to do, and you're just sort of following them, and they're just making whatever structure they want? You know, it's a, it's a I wouldn't say a symbiotic relationship. They certainly don't control me. Uh, they do like sand, and if I can put that sand in a specific place, they work okay. with it. And I just want to point out, just before you said they don't control me, you kind of were staring <laughs> off. What's I? You kind of. <laughs> Yeah, you kind of, it almost like something got your attention and you were kind of, your eyes widened quite a bit. Uh, and, then you, and then you said, they don't control me. Okay, Derek, is everything all right? You seem to be sweating quite a bit. The, the, the air conditioning in my... Uh, in your mound. In the structure I'm living in yeah. is... Uh, it is a mound. <laughs> it's very well. There's a lot of networks in here and it does breathe well, but you need a gust of wind. At the risk of offending you, Derek. Okay. And I don't like to comment on people's appearances because how you choose to dress is your business. How you choose to groom is your business. So I say this not as a criticism or a compliment, merely as a comment. Mm -hmm. You are you are covered in termites. <laughs> right. I have never oh. seen. Am I? I don't. Have, I can't see clothing. Really? On you. What I thought was clothing uh, yes. started to move. It thought it was wool, like a nice thick wool. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just some video video issue interlacing thing, like your, you know, the exactly. movement on your, on your clothes. The pattern oh, didn't pick up well with the camera. Oh God. Okay. I'm not sure. I think perhaps my camera's just a bit blurry. No, we um, can see clearly. I saw one just one just went across your face. So blink twice if you need help, and you're like a prisoner of these uh, termites. Okay, and just so that anyone listening knows, he's. He very clearly looks like he's really trying to blink, and there are quite a few termites. Yeah, seem to be holding his eyelids open. Wow, yeah, the termites are quite are gripping his gripping <laughs> his eyelids. Ellis, I need you to believe in an idea. Whether or not that's the termite speaking, um, this guy knows how to keep keep a guy he's engaged and interested. Yeah, yeah. here's the question we're left with, Jeremiah. In my opinion. Because I think we all know he's a prisoner of termites, and I'm not going to give him any money. It's going to go to these termites. Mm -hmm. But here's the here's what the question becomes: Why do they want money? <laughs> what are they What are they after? And that, in turn, 
makes me very interested. Cross-species deals that they're able to come together and swarm and take over a human body somehow and come up with a semi-quasi-cogent pitch for money. Pretty good pitch. I I mean, in basic terms, sort of like, this is my first guess. They love eating sand. They (laughs) They just want money to buy more of that sand. And they they want us, exactly. They like that good bougie sand, and they want money to truck it in or fly it in or whatever it is. It could be that simple. Derek, this is why we think, yeah, you keep saying that they work for free. Your termites are eating, what, it's a free lunch? Hank said it earlier, you got to get this special sand. So, um... Either we, you know, fork up the money to free you from the clutches of these uh, these termites, or you give me a seat on that board, baby. If you want any money, if you want any money out of me, you give me a seat on that board. <laughs> yeah, Jer- I, I am. I am. I'm gonna say I'm full out. I think it's it is remarkable that these termites have managed to essentially kidnap a man. This is incredible initiative that these termites have shown. But for God's sakes. Talk to me, talk to me, termite to man. What are you doing bringing your, your lackey in here, your toady in here to talk to a rat? You want to make a deal, right. you talk yeah. to the rat, termite. Yeah, that's you right. You don't get sneaky. You don't get <laughs> shitty. I, I'm worried about Derek here. Can uh, Derek say anything? I'm I'm here. I'm Derek. Uh, <laughs> no, he's I'm, not I'm, Derek. I'm ready to build. Not... No, no. This is way worse than we thought. I mean, yeah, I'm out. Uh, Hank, I have to assume you don't want anything to do with these termites either. No. Jeremiah, I think it's a terrible idea. I am all the way in my rats. And Derek and all your termites, if there's room on that board for a CFO, it's me, baby. There's no board. There's no board. There's no board. All right. The board's growing. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, very cool, guys. Uh, We're going to look up um, Derek's family and the extended family mr and mrs hobsbawm if you're out there sort of send his love sort of let him know that he died doing what he loves being consumed by and manipulated by termites we want to wish all of our listeners a very happy billionaires halloween week we hope that uh, you managed to get out there and have some fun yourself i want to thank jeremiah saint baby uh, hey, uh, it's uh, yeah. And I want to thank Hank Ass. Hey, Hank Ass here. <laughs> always a pleasure, sure. All right, thank Always you. a pleasure. Yes, always a pleasure. I want to thank our guest. Uh, I want to thank Freddie Rivas. You can find Freddie on Twitter and Instagram, all those things. And you can listen to his podcast, Confederacy of Dunks. It's a basketball-friendly podcast. It's a safe <laughs> space for friends of basketball. Uh, please go and and why don't you dunk that onto your Android phone? Thank you, Freddie. Uh, and I want to thank our producer, Stefan. Thank you so much, Stefan. Uh, have fun with this one, my friend, as usual. And I want to also tell our listeners that Rat's Nest is coming at you live at Comedy Bar on Bloor Street. My friends in Toronto we're talking about. If you're in the GTNA or you aren't and you just want to drive here, and you're allowed to because you've been vaccinated and you're being responsible, then please come and join us Sunday, 8 p.m. I believe every Sunday for the next two months from August 8th until the end of September. You can come and check these rats out live and be part of a Rat's Nest live recording. It's going to be very nice. So please join us for that, and we'll see you then. I've been Sherman Michael Shunk. Bless us, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.